people i'm related to benny i don't want people knowing that well always a bit of friction with these two for some reason but i try to keep them at bay best i can me and chance have different moms so that's why i'm like half a ginger he's a full <laughs> one don't claim my dad i swear don't you claim my dad he, he, he's my dad first my dad is the reason i'm a ginger my mom has brown hair <laughs> all right boys all right now week in the world it's been a crazy week in general man like what is the world coming to <laughs> it has been uh pretty interesting at least here in the um west virginia wrestling scene it seems to get more tarnished every day <laughs> i'll say it. Oh. It, it it seems to get another stain put on it every week oh, it's sad but it's true brother yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I, I moved away from West Virginia just to avoid some of the uh, the drama. Dude, you did, and it, like, if I was smart, I'd do the same. Yeah, Chance, and I, I tell anyone I talk to about you all the time. And yes, I talk about you, but it's only positive that that was the best thing you ever done for for your pro wrestling career. Uh, yeah, I, I, one of, yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. But. Alas, I'm sure we'll get more into wrestling towards the tail end of this. As a matter of fact, I know we will. But before we do that, um, we here at the Arson Brothers, of course, love all forms of pop culture, whether that be movies, television, books, video games, anything really, podcasts for that matter, uh, anything. So... With that being said, um, let's start with you, Chance. What have you been intaking in pop culture media here lately? Man, uh, my life's been pretty consumed by Riverdale on Netflix. 
No, nice, yeah. Uh, I uh, I kind of avoided this show. It's one of those shows that it's just pushed down your throat so much because it's a Netflix show. And then they announced that there was a new season, and it popped up just perfect timing. and I was looking for something to watch, and I threw it on, and it's pretty awesome. It's pretty great. <laughs> nice. I've, I've started it once, watched a couple, couldn't get, like, super into it. But uh, I've been saying for a while I was going to give it another shot. Yeah, there's there's a lot of like uh, teenaged angst in this show that you got to kind of look past for me. But like yeah. at the at the base of it, there's a really compelling murder mystery going on essentially the that, whole time. <laughs> yeah. that, well, that's kind of what I hear. I know uh, ABJF also a huge Riverdale fan. He's oh, well. I'll have to chat with him about it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure he would greatly enjoy that so maybe i will check into that soon i do want to watch and i think some of the creators had a hand the uh sabrina series on there i think it looks cool oh i, I haven't even looked into that i I've think it's one think episode of oh yeah but i think some of the same people had a hand i don't know exactly the accuracy of that but it, it looks kind of cool kind of a the same uh darkening of a classic uh comic there i feel I've been I've been on just like this little like uh, murder serial killer kind of kick, so I went back and like watched the Zodiac from I think it was like 2007. That was the a great one, movie. The well, one with Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Yes, that movie rules. Yeah, that movie's great, and uh, I I finally took the time to watch um, and I might butcher the name of it, but uh, extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. Oh yeah. Oh that man, that is a really good too. Nice. It's a it's. It's it's almost kind of disturbing. Like it's it's very good, but it's almost like the fact that he's Ted Bundy and did all of those things is like a background note to the story that's being told. It's really nice. cool. That's good. I, I've heard good things. I've been going to one of those ones. I've been going to pop on for a minute and just haven't yet. So glad to hear that. Yeah. Very cool. What is uh what you been playing? I know you're into a, a game. Yeah. Hard we hear that keyboard going, you warrior. Dude, uh so this is a fantasy wrestling booking game called TEW twenty sixteen. And uh it's literally just like general manager mode from the old games, but like SmackDown vs. Raw two thousand seven is like my favorite wrestling game of all time. Because of GM yeah, mode. And uh ever since then this has been the closest thing I've ever found that just like scratches that GM mode itch. Like universe mode is cool and everything, but I get hooked on this. Nice man. Yeah. You, you told me just a touch about that not long ago. And I, uh, I've had it on my mind sort of ever since I still haven't looked into it, but yeah, I'm super cool. It's great, man. Like I'll, I'll be just driving around or at work, like taking notes on my phone of stuff I'm going to book. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's awesome. What about you? And, uh, in taking pop culture. Wise? So, uh, my arson dad got me hooked to on this show on Hulu called letter Kenny. Yeah. Uh, this last week, man, I have mm. been going back and, uh, I'm, about done with the first season. I went back and rewatched some episodes because I feel like I'm missing something. I just want to make sure I'm not missing anything. But uh, it is an interesting take on Canadian West Virginia. <laughs> it really is, man. Someone was telling me about this show the other day. I can't really remember who it was. I haven't taken the time to watch it yet, but they said it was right up my That's alley. a hard guess. 
<laughs> Big heart, yes, bud. Oh man, yeah, Letter Kenny. It, it's oh, it's fantastic. Uh, Size and Stevie had hyped it to me for a bit, and finally I got on board and fell in love. And yeah, showed it to Benny, and glad to hear. It's it's crazy because Letter Kenny, like wa- watching something that you can relate to and really like get like that, really helps your creative mindset too. Like the last year. My creativeness has just not been there. And uh, I noticed this past week watching Letterkenny, like, I'm just thinking about funny stuff. And what, whatever whatever it may be, like, it's helping me create better things to either say or do in the ring or I don't know. It just it gives me so many ideas. And that's why I love this show. Like, it's hard to find an inspiration like that. But Letterkenny's it for me. Yeah, man, that's awesome. And I can understand what you're saying there, and especially because, like you said, it it's a Canadian show, but being from Southern West Virginia, it is so relatable. It's ridiculous. I literally think everybody could relate to Letterkenny. Like, well, I think any anybody that grew up in in like a small town type area certainly can. Like Beckley, West Virginia. I'll have to, <laughs> exactly. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, dude, uh, chance you will not regret this. All right, I'll put it. I'll put it on the list for after Riverdale, dude. I haven't even started Riverdale because I'm like I didn't even start Game of Thrones. Those two, I haven't even. Oof. Right, like I'm missing a lot. I bet. But you said River Game of Thrones is you great. Riverdale is like a murder mystery, and I, I dig stuff like that. So I might have to check yeah. that out. No, it's really good. Yeah, uh, I need to look into that as well. Um, really, this week, all I've sort of uh, took in myself is Letterkenny as well, as far as viewing. Um, just kind of hooked on that. I haven't had a ton of uh, media intake time. I, I've done a few podcasts, uh, my regular ones, most of uh, Kevin Smith's. Smodco World Podcast was uh, a new Smodcast just today I was jamming on. And just really uh, working on A-B stuff. Myself and uh, A-B Michael Sizemore did our um, country music podcast this week where we um, go through the country charts of random years. And the one we recorded this time was 2006. And that's out now. It's called... uh, Hillbillies, spirituals, cowboy songs, etc. I walk through the country chart, so you can check that out if that's something you're interested in. But I did that this week? For sure, man. It would be very interesting to see what you and Size picked as your top threes from that year. Yeah, 2006 was still better than I thought. I was surprised, but those the the 2010s I'm going to be real lost on from there back somewhat, and the old stuff very so. <laughs> but the next one. Uh, he always draws their new year after the show, and next time is 1953. So I think that's going to be Ooh. cool to go way back. Yeah, nice, nice. To go deep into the but, genre. Yeah, that'd be a fun little project. It's certain to be a lot of Hank Williams Senior because that was the year he died, and I think he dominated the charts that year, if I'm not mistaken. That's crazy. You know, yesterday I've lived in Oak Hill my whole life, and yesterday I realized that his last stop was in Hilltop. And then, like, yeah. I didn't realize that. I didn't, never, that's where, never clicked with me. That, that's where they discovered he was dead at, pretty much. Like, they don't know exactly where he died, but they stopped there and realized he was dead, if I'm not mistaken. 
there's a whole there's a whole thing about it. It was pretty much from Bristol, Virginia, uh, right there to, to to what most people will call Oak Hill, and that actually is and was talked about earlier this week a planned episode for a show that uh, we've been doing as of late called Exploring Appalachia, and we want to do the uh, quote unquote Hank Williams Death Drive and drive from Bristol to Oak Hill, the old route, and stop at. Uh, there's a few notable locations along the way of that uh, fateful night, and I think that'd be a fun and cool little episode. That would be pretty sweet. Man. Yeah, that'd be I awesome. I living in Oak Hill. Uh, I've lived here my whole life, practically. But being a kid here, and that they had that old gas station building, and like the yeah. only thing they used it for was for Santa to come see kids. Like That was the only thing they used it for I can remember. Like They had no gas oh, pumps yeah. or anything there. But they had talked about making a Hank Williams slash country music museum right there. And then, well, there was even recall this and not to cut you off, but do you remember Hank Williams Jr. came and they announced it? at one I, point? Like, yeah, we, my mom is a huge country music fan and she was super excited and then super pissed whenever they, <laughs> they decided, nah, we're not doing that. We're tearing this building down instead. Like, that could have gotten Oak Hill a lot of notoriety. That could have gotten Oak – you know how – like, I don't know. For a bunch of small-town people like we are who love Letterkenny so much, like, Oak Hill <laughs> could have been a country music uh, Hall of Fame – or not Hall of Fame, but big museum. It could have had a bunch oh, yeah. of country musicians all over coming here just to see this museum. You know what I mean? Like, I feel well, like they took been- that from us Oak Hillians. Well, they did. They took it from the whole state. It would have been good for the whole state, especially the southern area. I mean, I, I imagine uh, especially Beckley area, the next biggest, and of course Oak Hill, but all of that could have benefited from that and potential uh, bigger concerts and things from country artists because that's there, at least in theory. Yeah, it's uh, it's a shame, but it's it's like it's okay. We're... Well, it is what yeah. it is. It's, uh, you know. But that would have been cool, and I certainly do remember that. I talked about that a few times. It was a, it was made to made to be a big deal, a big announcement. But I'm excited to see uh, y'all's top three from that year for sure. Yeah, definitely check that out. It's a it's a fun one. But um, yeah. So what is the Arsenal well, Cat Milo doing today? Milo, the last I saw him was on the porch just chilling, chilling hard. hard. Is it raining <laughs> where you're at today, too? It's off and on, yeah. What about you, Chance? How's the weather? Dude, it's been wild here. Like, we'll have 100-degree days and then these crazy-ass thunderstorms right in the middle of them, and then it'll go back to 100 degrees. Yeah. So hot weather. <laughs> It really is. It's terrible. <laughs> it's, yeah, I think it's that, been a nightmare. I think that heat like that after a storm, and especially down that way, even more so. And worth noting where we all are. I'm in the Arson Studio in Princeton, West Virginia. Uh, Benny's in his home of Oak Hill. And Chance, where exactly are you? I, I'm in my home in Kernersville, North Carolina. <laughs> there you go. Just for that. But- those those pop up storms and then that sun after, especially like I said, where you are a little more south, is it can be brutal. I feel like. Yeah, they they man they and I, all I ever heard about like whenever I first moved here is like, bro, the summer's here. You're not ready. I was like, guys, I'm from West Virginia. 
I was born ready for bad weather. Y'all don't understand. But this is just this is, this is a lot. Like that, this is a this lot. Is like that one or two week span in a West Virginia summer when you take a shower and come outside and you're still you're like you immediately sweat and you're like, dang, I need to take another shower. And I bet it's like that yeah. the whole time, right? Yeah, it it literally is. It's like that every day. The only the benefit is like we're getting some bad thunderstorms and like they've been calling for flash flooding, but it's not like deratio bad like West Virginia gets. Right. It, it, like if only like these states could change the weather, I'd really want to come to North Carolina, bud. Like, but North Carolina does not get the West Virginia snow. So. That oh well, that's also true. People freak out over like no snow at all. Like uh, they canceled school one day. <laughs> they canceled school for like not even an inch of snow. <laughs> I, I literally walked outside and like saw kids like playing in the like in like the parking lot, and I was like, "Why aren't these fucking kids at school?" I was like, "What's going on?" Part of my language, but <laughs> I, was like, right. I was like, "Why? Why would they cancel for this?" I don't. <laughs> they don't even know winter, man. Dude, they have no idea. They don't know what it's like to walk outside and literally see a foot of snow. Yeah. Just, just, and nobody says anything about it. And you're still going to school. Yeah. Life they have no idea. Life, yeah. Life just moves right along here. With you walk outside, take a big exhale, and move on with your day. Dude, when I was in high school, too, they didn't cancel school for anything. For anything. Like, there could have been demons in the sky terrorizing people. And they're like, hey, man, you can't you can't miss civics. I'm like, you're right. Like, I guess you're right. I guess I got to go. You got to have the civics to defeat the demons. There's dementia. The <laughs> exactly. They're taking my soul. It's like, yeah, but like Christopher Columbus, when did he do his thing? <laughs> you got to tell us these things. <laughs> Can it wait? Chance, I have a question about school real quick, and then I'm going to ask Matt. Chance, when you went to school and you were learning about history and American history, how far did they teach you to the present day? Like, what year would you say you got to? Because you went to Raleigh County Schools. I went to Fayette County. They touch each other. But, like, man, I, uh, if I'm being totally honest here, I slept through a lot of school. Right? <laughs> so I don't know if I could tell you All right. that. But I can tell you that we definitely talked about – I feel like we cut off literally about, like, when West Virginia became a state. And then they go from that point, and they're like – and then a bunch of other stuff happens. And they really just tell you, like, who the presidents are in between those times. And then they're like, oh, yeah, and then 9-11. Dude, happened. okay. So they taught me probably a little past the Great Depression, World War Two. And then I missed the whole 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. I'm still going back and looking through that stuff. And my dad yesterday was talking about how, you know, they don't teach kids the same in school. And we were talking about the same thing. And I was like, man, I guess he's right. Then dad asks me, how many stomachs does a cow have? Chance. You know how many stomachs a cow has? The way you're saying it, I feel like it's like three. It is. It's three. Like, that's what my dad said. <laughs> and then he's like, Google it. Google it. So, like, I Googled it. Google says four. Oh. I thought they had a one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't think – I'm not going to sit here and say that I've definitely had the thought that cows only have one stomach. But 
I, I assumed that in my heart. My subconscious assumed. Now, Matt, what what's the furthest year they taught you in school, if you can remember? Uh, see, and I'm uh, and you guys, so we didn't cover 9-11 because 9-11 happened my freshman year of high school. Oh, man, <laughs> man. That was uh, in class. That was uh, that, actually. But I was in first grade. Far- yeah. Were you? Wow. Now I feel old. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I certainly, as Chance said, got the uh, up to the formation of West Virginia in the Civil War very hard, uh, I think, throughout the state. Uh, West Virginia history is required. Dude, I took it in eighth grade and one other time in high school. I had West Virginia for t- history for two years. Yeah. Uh, I, I think. I think everyone does twice, like two different years. The way it is. I never actually took a class called West Virginia history. West Virginia was just always covered very heavily in my American history oh, classes. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. But nonetheless, through that and through the Civil War, um, I do remember learning uh, at least a touch about World War Two, but certainly not into great detail. And I remember a touch about uh, like learning of uh, the JFK assassination. A little bit, so probably into the '60s for me is where I right. remember. But, but, and I think, and this is not necessarily even pinning out uh, my school or any teachers or anything. But I think there's certainly what I'll call a whitewashing that gets taught over a lot of history. That if you don't go back uh, later as an adult or potentially in college, you might get a little bit of it. But you don't learn uh, a lot of the uh, the more gruesome side of history i feel like and uh and certainly different points of view for sure for sure but i've always been a bit of a just on history specific a bit of a history nerd and i feel like that sort of a dawned out of living through 9-11 oddly a little bit i've always kind of thought that and still into this day it's an interesting thought I uh, I was actually the opposite. I didn't like my history classes or my English classes, but I was always really into my my math and science classes. Uh, I hated everything except English or creative writing. Like that's the only thing I enjoyed. But I, like I I still kind of sucked at it though. I wasn't great at it. <laughs> I did not excel, and I probably would not have had as an easy time in high school if I didn't have a smartphone to Google stuff. Oh man, I, I <laughs> you, you just hit the you phones. you hit the nail on the head with that one. Honestly, there was, I mean, <laughs> there was, there was no such thing as a smartphone. When I was you could in you could Google one question and a whole sheet of the answers would pop up, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. That's amazing. So like, I, I, no, I and not only that is like, it, it's like without like I said, I slept through school a lot, so without a cell phone and like. Man, you could literally go on Google, like you said, and look up one question, and the exact same test, word for word, will be right there. And you're like, wow, what a, what a world of wonder and amazement. Like, before <laughs> I ever had a smartphone, I had to cut, like, I would take that top square and a piece of notebook paper, and I would cut it, and I would use the front and back for my cheat sheet. And, like, I would have an actual cheat sheet, because I could not retain information. And, uh, this the cell phone helped me out so much. I'm such a hands-on learner, and when someone's just talking to me to learn, I, I, I cannot comprehend. I have to see an example. I have to be shown how to do it, and then I can do it. 
<laughs> I was not privy to the smartphone. I did get it some in college a little bit, though, as far as that to be able to look up. But I always, I always enjoyed the math and sciences as well, which I went into engineering in college. So I guess that tells you that. But I did not finish college, unfortunately. I did not either. <laughs> Me either. Well... Well, That's over our brothers. Wait, did we, <laughs> did we all collectively not finish at the same college? Uh, I went to the University of Charleston. Oh, no, no, and I went to Bluefield State. Oh, okay. you get? I was like, Concord. oh, well, I mean, we, we hit all the bases yeah, though. Yeah, we, we covered the state pretty well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Let's <laughs> all go to WVU. <laughs> Oh man! Was, I'll, uh, I'll go to Marshall. You guys go to WVU. Of course, you'd get away from us. <laughs> hey, three hours away. And I'm glad I didn't now because uh, as bad as I did with college at Bluefield State, I can't imagine what would have became of me in Morgan Town. Oh. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even go to college and stay in dorms. Like I was working full time and trying to wrestle, and then just going to college and I wasn't working doing online classes. Like I, I never got to experience the dorm life. Yeah, I never lived in dorms. I lived, uh, I lived in what's collectively known in Arsenal as the party trailer during college. Ah, mm. <laughs> I don't think Chance and, ever got to experience the party trailer. I did not. No. Oh, well, he didn't. Did he? I've only been in the AB compound. Well, the AB compound is certainly an upgrade, but there was there was definitely a, a lore about the party trailer. Yeah, the party trailer just had this feel about it, man. It was cool. <laughs> You'll have to fill me in sometime. You, you could just you could just walk in and fill some stuff in there. Yeah. There. <laughs> I uh I I actually started uh wrestling about halfway through my my college time. I only did my first year of college, uh, and about halfway through, I discovered I could be a wrestler, and suddenly I couldn't focus. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't go to school. I couldn't sit in the classroom all day. I couldn't even do my online classes. Like, all I could think about was wrestling. So, that's not bad, though, man. I mean, I hate that you flunked out of school, but you're 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 doing great as a wrestler. And uh, it, uh, I don't know. I just I, I like where you're heading right now, even though I hate. You, I'm, yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that's fine. I understand. <laughs> I and I actually I didn't flunk out. I I I passed all of my classes. I just. It was way harder than it should have been. Right. Oh, I, because because I wasn't paying attention. I flunked out. I no called, no showed. I said I ain't coming back. That's <laughs> that's pretty much my story, Benny. That's what I did, and multiple times until at the point I went to sign up again. They were like, "You can't, you can't sign up. You're just not going to come." And I'm like, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> it really was. It was ridiculous. And oddly, during college, my first uh, attempt at pro wrestling which did not really pan out at that time but uh, a lot of people don't even know this i went to um what i'm going to call approximately one and a half training sessions while i was in college with and this might surprise both of you someone uh on a lot of people's mouths this week with joe brody who (laughs) oh joe brody Last time I saw him, uh, he saw me from across the room and just walked away. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. He's a very big fan of anything to do with Arson Brothers at this point. I've never, or been yeah, 
any anyone involved or even re- even remotely uh, close to us. But, that's okay, though. I mean, it's <laughs> I really still feel like that's his loss. Oh, without question, we're all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I did. I went and uh, I was in my head was going to start training, but the school closed down like right as the deal. Fortunately, I hadn't. Uh, paid any money yet as i know i think a lot of people might have i don't know i don't know that story to be honest i, I know rumors but... what was your you always could have just got him with leonard sims <laughs> yeah i certainly could have had enough what was your you first... probably could have got some free classes uh guaranteed what was your first impression about training man i don't know i was 20 years old and thought i knew what i was doing right no nothing so i don't know i remember uh i remember going in and saying I knew how to bump and I did not and <laughs> got the got bumped just a handful of times and I was like oh yeah I'm fine in my head I was like oh I'm dying right. you know that same stuff my first bump I questioned if I wanted to wrestle I was refereeing at the time and I was like good god this sucks and the next week my shoulders top of my shoulders lower back and my neck were real stiff and I was Really question. I was like, man, I don't know about this, but I kept doing it and got got used to the feeling and uh, built built up that callus. And I was like you, except whenever I was away from Marine, I would be like, man, I know it all. And as soon as I was there, I would freeze up. And it was almost I was like that until like this time around wrestling again. I'm not saying I know it all, but I just feel so much more comfortable like than I've ever been before. In, oh, in the ring, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure so. Yeah, but that, my little, uh, not really even training there, That I didn't do anything else in wrestling until, Benny, you were there for that, the next venture of mine in wrestling. You were young. Dude, I was a young boy. Chance, you were. What, what was your first impression about uh, learning to train, your, your first few training sessions? Man, I I I wish I could put it into words. Honestly, like just walking in to George Euler's Brazilian Jiu Jitsu building in Beckley, West Virginia, <laughs> that, had, that had no central air, so it was hot, bro. It was so hot. In there. I remember throwing up. There. I was like, "What I is it?" Throwing up, not to cut you off. No, yeah, no. It's just, yeah, that place was rough, bro. And uh, and in the very back of the the building, up like almost up against a wall, was uh was that ye- little yellow WVCW ring? Yeah. yeah. Oh man! And that thing, the like it was like thirteen by fourteen. Oh, dude, it was, it was awful. Four- <laughs> it, was, it was essentially a rectangle. It was fourteen by fourteen. It was built by Scotty McKeever. He built that so he could run it in like uh. Like at 4-H camps underneath the pavilion, that like he wanted a ring small enough to do that. And, coinc- and coincidentally, uh, the canvas that was on that ring for the longest time was you was a canvas from a Gillette commercial that involved John Cena and Vince McMahon. And when I first started training, you could still see the Gillette logo on the side of the canvas. <laughs> and that and that canvas ended up dying a slow death outside at my house. Uh, the party, party trailer. No, what? <laughs> uh, I t- I had that. R- I took care of that ring more or less for like two years. As weird as that was, I trained in that ring too, Chancy boy. Dude, and 
uh, and my trainer thought, I don't know what, what he was thinking about this, but he took a big punching bag and put it under the middle of the ring. But it was like where that ring was like low to the ground. It like kind of pressed up the the wood a little bit. It just made it to where you couldn't bump in the middle of the ring at all. It just hurt. It was just like hitting concrete. So instead of having gives, they took the give away. What yeah, yeah. It was low boy ring. Yeah, it was. It was, dude. It was so rough. So uh, and oh man, like it was just a rough day. It was like my first day. They were like, "Hey man, you're doing pretty. Do you want to take a spine buster?" I was like. I don't know, guys. <laughs> it's been a really rough day, and that spine buster ended up making me question if I wanted to be a wrestler. <laughs> uh, There's a solid little thing going there in Beckley, though, with that training school for a minute, honestly. Yeah, I mean, the, the time that it was open, I mean, everyone that was associated with it or otherwise, other than myself, is essentially – uh, no longer in the business yeah. or, or in and out of the business. So, right. but it was, it was, I mean, it, it got the job done for me. I'll never knock it. Yeah. Uh, well, it was a place for some dudes to go and, and, and work out in the ring and, and yeah, young, I mean, guys I, to, young guys to get at least some, at least some training. And it was some decent guys there. It was, it was good, at least for this area, because, I mean, we don't have a lot of those. Shout out to George Euler, too, man, for allowing us to use his facility to train in. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. No doubt. And uh, he's still he's still teaching, isn't he? He's still teaching. He still has a school. I actually saw him at the gym a couple of weeks ago. He's Oh, nice. Yeah, he's he's looking good. Dude, he's, he's, progress he online. looks so much better in person, believe it or not, man. Like, he, he looks oh, good nice. on the internet, but he's a totally different machine, man. <laughs> Heck yeah, he was. I mean, he wasn't. He wasn't bad at wrestling too when he was training. He was doing a good job. I don't know if he still wrestles, but I don't know if him and I know him and Jed were tag champs at one time. I, I, <laughs> I don't know what else. Is I happening. think they may still be the champs, but I don't think they've uh, got together to defend them in a while. I'm not sure. Okay, that well, that company ran a show recently. Yeah, they did. I know, like a maybe like a month or two. Well, ago. they were supposed to defend them on it, and I think something uh, happened that didn't happen. Oh, I'm okay. not for sure. I could be wrong on that too. But uh, but you're right. They did run here about a month or so ago. Mm-hmm. And that school is also the first place I ever met Benny Conley and Jason Kincaid. Yeah, yeah. we uh, yeah. I, I think at the time, me and Jason were preparing for an evolve tryout. Yep. And uh. And I was y'all's rep. For sure, yeah. <laughs> Very nice. And that match, uh, I've been fortunate enough to see that match between you and Jason for the Evolve Trout. It was fantastic. Oh, man, I haven't seen it. Um, well, maybe we'll do something special and get that up on the AB Network on YouTube this week after this podcast. That, that'd be pretty sweet. Our tryout match was in front of workers. Uh we were either going to try to go on first to be seen first or last to be seen last. Somebody beat us to first, so we decided to go last. And uh, it worked out for Jason, absolutely. Uh, like, you know, uh, it it was a fun match, but it was, like, no people. So, like, there's no reaction. Like, I'm just imagining reaction in my head. Yeah. So they yeah, weren't they weren't being a good crowd for you. No, they were all blown up after their five minute trout match. So, <laughs> but you have to get your stuff in, man. Like I understand, <laughs> trying to be seen. 
but yeah, by the time we went out there, there was like hardly any clapping whatsoever. Very fun though. And, uh, again, thanks to George Euler for letting us use his training facility, man. Uh, he's not forgotten yeah. about, it, and we appreciate him very much for what he's helped, uh, do in local professional wrestling. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent with that. And, uh, Speaking of that, I'll give a shout out. I think that Jason Kincaid has, at least in uh, both of you guys and some other guys that he's took an interest in. I think he has really helped uh, progress a, a few young West Virginia talents careers as well. Absolutely, man. I, uh, myself, I would not have the confidence or uh, I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't be wrestling if Jason didn't take me under his wing at this point. I'd probably be so frustrated with the way West Virginia wrestling is going and wouldn't know how to network to get myself out there. I just, you know, walk away like so many others have. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like, like, am I allowed to just credit everything to him? Like, am I going to just like, hey, man, everything? Because <laughs> he, he, I feel right. like I genuinely learned everything I know about just, like, having to, to carry – how to carry myself not only, like, around people as a wrestler but in the ring and – yeah, he he's done so much for me. I probably wouldn't even have moved to North Carolina. Yeah, even I'll speak even for myself. Uh, and uh, at the time, in a commentary role, and just sort of uh, coming into the business in general, he really helped me out a ton too. And I don't know if I've ever even discussed that with him, but he really did. Just like you said, chances as far as how to uh, how to handle yourself in the weird business that is pro wrestling in Dude. general. It's so bizarre. I was talking about that the other day, just how strange it is. Yeah, it, it's really – it's unlike anything. That, it, it's hard to even describe to it really is. who's not experienced it. Like, I can't even For all three it. of us to have a person like Jason in our lives, we are extremely lucky. Dude. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Unbelievably. And, and as far as even like when uh, uh, dabbling in booking at different points and then eventually – promoting and running a show and hoping to do that more um a lot of my mindset certainly has been um i don't know been helped painted on by jason as well so yeah i mean we can't we can't i I know all three of us and many others owe him a lot of credit and speaking of that chance that could transition quite nicely in who you had a big match with jason here recently, didn't you? I did. This uh this past weekend I got to wrestle Jason in my debut for the AML wrestling main roster. Ooh. Very, very nice. I think that's awesome. Um this match is absolutely phenomenal. You guys just killed it. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was uh it was not the intended way that my evening was gonna go. I was actually booked somewhere else and uh and Jason was scheduled to be in a different match that day. And uh, I was at Firestar, which is about 45 minutes away from where the AML building was at. I was already there. And uh, we're sitting there setting up for the show, getting ready. And I get a call and they said, hey, man, um, Jason scheduled opponents. They're having some travel issues beyond their control. They're, they're not going to be able to make it. Do you think you could come down here? And I was like, I, I could try. I'd have to see if they'll make make my match early so I can get there in time because the show was they were they were starting right around the same time but it all worked out so awesome, awesome. yeah man that's uh 
super proud of you, super proud of both of you. I mean, in general, but just that fantastic. And I, and I think uh, getting your first spot on that AML main spot is a big deal, for, at least for me. I think AML is one of the uh, finest promotions on the East Coast. And Absolutely. Really yeah. Absolutely. I, yeah, I, I appreciate it. And I will say that uh, it uh, it was very beneficial, and I will be seeing the main roster very soon again. Awesome, awesome, awesome. We know you won't let them down. And uh... sorry, yeah, you guys, yeah, what's, I, what's up? You kind of cut out phone call. But... I'd ignore it. Sorry. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's cool to. Dude, I don't know why. <laughs> the same point. <laughs> yeah, literally same Dude, point. Hitting that red button, trying to talk, man. Uh, okay, third time's a charm. Right, ready, ready. Okay, <laughs> it's cool to see like a gimmick like you succeed everywhere you go, man. Like, even though like I lost my point. It's okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I I appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> oh goodness. Anyways, you had a good no, match. I, yeah, and I got to peep it, man. And I'm very proud of it. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, man. And like I said, it wouldn't have happened without <laughs> without the tutelage he had given me beforehand. So. Yeah, no doubt. That's fantastic, Benny. You also did some wrestling this past weekend yeah uh, i on friday i was working for real shoot wrestling in grafton west virginia this town is located on a hill it's like a 45 degree angle um (laughs) uh, like i'm I'm not exaggerating i don't know how they built level buildings in this place but they did and uh we were in grafton for real shoot wrestling um originally i was supposed to face uh Tyler Vox, but um, then it, that got changed, and then I was told, hey, you and Druby are going to be tagging now, and so, like, I was like, okay. Uh, I was told, we we don't want you to get lost in the shuffle. So, I'm tagging with Druby now, <laughs> and then we're, we're, we're waiting for our opponents to come, and then uh, our opponents, uh, we're having travel issues as well, so we wound up having like I wound up just having a singles match against uh, a a guy named uh, Atticus Coger, and it was a very fun match actually. Uh, uh, I wasn't sure what I was gonna be doing wrestling wise, but I feel like we had a very good opening match. Uh, I didn't get any negative feedback whatsoever, and then the next night I could, I made my tag debut with Drewby, and we got to work against uh, Ron and Bruce, Ron Mathis and Bruce Gray two guys I, I enjoy working with uh and we lost to them in a tag uh a barbecue festival in mannington and mind you i was gonna try some of this barbecue but the cheapest sandwich i could find was four dollars and there was a mcdonald's down the road and i was like yeah i'm 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 not getting barbecue <laughs> Well, I hate to uh, miss the barbecue, and I would have liked to have had some of that, but uh, I get to view your singles match from, I guess, Friday. Yes. And it was uh, it was fantastic as well. I yeah, absolutely. It. I got to see it on uh, Facebook Live. Oh, shoot. Yeah. I, f- I forget they do that Facebook Live sometimes, but yeah. 
That's where I saw it as well. So uh, if you're listening, check, look up. It's literally RSW on Facebook, and they have they uh, do live broadcasts of a lot of their shows. If not all of them, I'm not sure, but a lot of them at least. And this one's on there for sure. But it was, yeah, man. I thought y'all had a really good match. I hadn't saw that. Uh, I can't remember the Atticus. I can't remember the last Coger. name. Uh, Atticus Coger wrestled before, and I thought you guys uh, had a good one. You matched up. Real well. I, I really enjoyed it. I actually uh, wrestled Atticus Koger in a tag match. He used to tag with his brother, who uh, is taking some time off to heal up from injuries. He used to tag with his brother, and uh, me and Garrett wrestled him at a company you're about to work at, actually, Benny uh, Rise. Oh, okay. Very cool. See, that was a long, long time. Whenever ago. I was told <laughs> I was wrestling Atticus Koger, I, I YouTubed him, and I found a couple death matches, and I was like – Man, I wonder if I'm doing this tonight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> opening match. Opening death match. <laughs> but well, when are you going to get in that death match circuit, Benny? I want <laughs> I want my first death match to be against Benny. Well, uh, well let me book it. I mean, <laughs> if you do that. Dude. Brother. Here's the thing, though. Would you book your two sons in a death match? I don't know. If so, I'm going to be... So torn up there at ringside. I don't know how it's going to play out. You'd have to be the ref. To say the same. You oh. keep you keep trying to throw in the towel. Oh yes. <laughs> but seriously, uh, I've I've considered deathmatch wrestling recently. I just uh, I haven't went out there to pursue it myself, and or haven't been offered anything. But that's the thing. I'm not sure what I would have to half word to be worth it to me you know what i mean i'm not sure the rate of what these guys are doing at it and i'm not i don't know i'm just uh it's a it's a a line to cross so to speak and i i don't mean anything negative by that towards anything but i mean it would be it would be hard to do it would be uh it would be hard to do but i feel like it would be a quick way to get your name out there, but I would not want to use deathmatch wrestling. I, but that, that, that's why I'm iffy about doing it. Cause I don't, I don't want to use it. You know what I mean? If I'm doing it, I'm going to do it. Right. Well, there's so many sort of hybrid deals now, and that's kind of the uh, rise of GCW was that. So, I mean, there's a lot of hybrid that it's, you know, some, some uh, more traditional style pro wrestling mixed with deathmatch kind of stuff. So, I mean, there there could be room. You're not – your line of thinking is certainly not wrong, but it's just a, uh, it's a hard venture to go. Those guys really – and to a, to a certain point, I feel like, wouldn't be, like, completely terrible. But, man, some of that stuff these guys are doing, and props to them, but, my goodness, I can't even hardly fathom it. I mean, I've done one, I guess you could say, in uh... – yeah, I mean, I was feeling it for the next few days for sure. Oh, I'm sure. But it's certainly uh, it, it's a hot commodity right now. It really is. So, Chance, yeah. if you want to do it, man, like. <laughs> I'm, the only thing, the closest thing I've done is I did a street fight for WBCW one time. Uh. But I have this actually this WrestleMania weekend, just because it is such a hot commodity and I was in the city, there were a lot, a lot of death matches going on. So I got to see my fair share of death matches live for the first time. 
Yeah. And I will say that, like, it was, you know, it was pretty, it was, it was really good. It was really entertaining. I, I've never really been a fan of it, but getting to see it live and just getting to be, like, in the environment and it's just so hype with everybody in there, it, it was really good. That's what I hear. The, uh, a good friend, AB Stevie, the hardcore expert, who, uh, I'm going to almost guess, I don't know this, but I would imagine is going to, CZW Tournament of Death this weekend, I'm sure. I'm almost positive. But he goes to all these things, but that's what he keeps saying. He's like, got to experience this thing live, especially these crazy shows, just for the atmosphere. And it does look like a wild and fun atmosphere. It is. And it's like, being a wrestler in that atmosphere, you're like, dude, I want to be the center of this atmosphere. Oh, that, I, think that's, I think that's how it begins. Like, I think that's how you start wanting to do death matches. <laughs> yeah, I could see that without question. It's 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 kind of like the same thing of man. I I want to wrestle. I want to be there. And then like like it's 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 weird that we're considering it to step up though, right? I mean, it's so popular right oh, now. Oh, for sure. Like it's it's a it, there's no way to not. And like I think any any new reinvention of yourself is a step forward. Anything you do to try and like take a chance or take a risk, I think that's a step forward regardless. Yeah, I agree with that. And like you said, it's just so popular right now. But I'll bring back to you, Benny. It is odd that at least now compared to um, 10 to 15 years ago, the deathmatch scene, how far it has came and how far it has been elevated. It's all very interesting. And I'd like to say I think it's because we're almost like in the mainstream, at least hardcore wrestling is almost taboo. You know, like you don't get to see it anywhere, like on a on a on a televised event or anything. Yeah. So that's why it's so just chaotic and it just it's just so fun. It and it's different. It feels like watching, and I don't know if either of you will quite remember this era, but like super early UFC when they were like not allowed very well, they're still not allowed a ton of places, but it was I don't know there was something way different about that. And harping back to wrestling. I mean, to a degree, ECW had that at least initially sort of got bigger. But, yeah, I think uh, I think you're certainly right. People's always looking for something that is just right uh, right under the cusp of mainstream but still awesome and stuff that will not be seen on the mainstream for obvious reasons. Right, that gritty underground feel. Yeah, and I can certainly understand that desire even, even for myself. And I, at this point, I watch most of the GCW shows that happen, and uh, even – even five years ago, if you'd have told myself from now that I'll be uh, buying and watching deathmatch shows, re- deathmatch events regularly, I would be like, okay, you're crazy, but it's just changed. Yeah, for sure, man. It's uh, I, That's why I want to try it. That's <laughs> like, yeah. It's cool. It's cool. And I, I like being cool, man. Who doesn't like to be cool? <laughs> like, so... Yeah, I mean, it would certainly be an interesting venture. Ultimately, like, I like attention, so that's why I'm a wrestler, you know? Like, right? I, it, like, I wasn't a cool kid in school, so, like, I never got that attention until I started wrestling. And once I started to get it, I was like, man, I don't want this to stop. This is a really cool feeling. I bet deathmatch wrestling feels better. <laughs> <laughs> 
I bet not the next day. Oh, for sure. No. But like your your envelope, bro. Your envelope, bro. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, I don't know. It's like just thinking about how I feel after some singles matches. Like, like it's hard to get out of bed some days. It's like, oh, okay, if I have to do all that, I'm gonna need a week off. Oh, dude, yeah. And some people be doing these death matches as, like, night to night to night. Oh, man. Well, back to your, when you were at Mania Weekend, man, some of those guys were doing, like, seven death matches in a weekend or something. (laughs) They're doing, like, yeah, like, three or four a day. I I swear, I saw saw Nick Gage and Swoggle in more death matches in two (laughs) days than than I've ever seen. Oh, you're right. (laughs) And they were all great. <laughs> Every single one of them were fantastic. <laughs> they really were. Like, like Nick Gage, I never really got to see a whole lot of him before Mania Weekend. That guy is a talent. He is just a per- He's just a personality. He is. Nick Gage, I feel like, is a megastar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, kind of. He is. He's that, as we said, that underground gritty. He, he might be the king right now. Dude, yeah, for real. I mean, I I definitely say that that's a hard argument to like to go against. Yeah, it's it's fun. It, it, it the the rise of of deathmatch wrestling and just culture has been interesting and super fun to watch. I have to say. So should this episode be called "So You Want to Work Deathmatch, Kid"? <laughs> it is now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I love that you keep naming the show. Benny, I'm going to have you on each episode. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's, a great, that's a great name. <laughs> it's perfect. Oh, my goodness. Well, um, well let's uh, go to you, Benny. First, what do you got coming up? Um, man, you know what? Last week I got prepared for that, and this week I'm not. Uh, this weekend, this week I'm I'm nowhere. I don't remember the number on the, the calendar, but a week from Friday I will be working for Uprise in uh, Pennsylvania, and I'm I'm working uh, a talent. Her name is Mox or Max. Whoops, I botched that one. <laughs> Max, yeah, you better, you better throw some respect on Max. Oh, She'll beat your ass. She, she probably will, dude. Like that's that's what's gonna happen. I'm trying to figure out. How to wrestle this chick without hitting her? Well, uh, as someone that does intergender matches, actually pretty often, just hit her. That's what I was oh, going to well. say. I think you just have to hit her, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you just you just hit her. Yeah, this will be like my third intergender match, but the other two don't wrestle anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Does, is Yasha the demon one? Oh, dude, okay, four. <laughs> no. The other three don't wrestle anymore. <laughs> Who are they? I got to know now. Okay. Uh, so, I I guess Yasha. I never thought about her. Like, I like Ashley, but yeah. I just forgot. Uh, so, Yasha and then um, Nikki. She's with Carl now. Yeah. I I, re- I once refereed a match between those two, <laughs> and 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 then uh, Sasaki. Oh yeah. Now now she's just really good at posting stories on Facebook. Yeah, well, you know. So like, yeah, Max is definitely going to be the most uh, talented and in shape one I've got to work with. 
and she's probably going to beat my ass, which is going to be different for me too, considering the other three I just named. So, yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I think that'll be that'll be a cool one. And uh, you're getting up to a new promotion for you, so that's always good. Yeah, Chance took me up there one time, and uh, okay. He actually uh, got beat down by the current Blackcraft Tag Team Wrestling Champions, the main event. Dude, oh, they wow. double choke slammed me, and like I'd taken choke slams before, but I never got to kick my feet out for him. It'd be like a toothpick choke slam. I'd always hated it going back to look at it. And uh, I was like, I'm going to kick my feet out and give him a real good post, man. I jumped and pushed up off their shoulders, and then I couldn't feel their shoulders, man. They got me up so high. <laughs> this is some big dudes. <laughs> yeah. I, I oh, kicked awesome. my feet out, though. It was a horrible bump. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine. Well, that's cool. Yeah, that'll be that'll be fun. Something to look forward to. I'm sure we'll have you back for a report on that. Yeah, one. yeah. I got a couple openings but um i think i'm doing some things with my family this weekend my sister's birthday is today which is west virginia day so nice where are you at chance uh this friday i have pro wrestling conquest in charleston west virginia actually oh yeah that's right and then uh and then saturday i've got twe in chattanooga chattanooga Chattanooga, Tennessee. Very nice. Quite the uh, and then distance apart there. Yeah, it's six six hours. I think it's not. Yeah, so it's, it's not too bad. Yeah, that's in, not, in, I was thinking. I, I was I was in uh, Houston a few weeks ago, Ooh. so it's like anything under that really feels okay. Oh yeah. That, how was that? Not to cut you off on your future dates, but I forgot about. Oh, that. It, it was it was a really fantastic experience, and I'm very much looking forward to going back. Nice, and that was for re- reality wrestling, correct? Yes, it was. Okay. Yes. Now continue. I'm sorry. No, that, and then uh, Sunday is my sister's birthday, so I'll be <laughs> I'll be at home. I'll be coming back to West. Bro, why you gotta copy me with your sister's birthdays? Yeah, my sister's turning nine, bro. Oh, my sister's thirty. <laughs> <laughs> they, well, you trying to do, they got that you trying to do a, a <laughs> you trying to do a joint birthday party at the New River? <laughs> Let's do it. I better get an invite here. You will. <laughs> it's in the mail, all right? It'll okay. just show up Monday. <laughs> so, exactly. Well, that all sounds fantastic, though, guys. Love that y'all both are keeping busy in the pro wrestling world. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been fun, man. It's been a blessing. It's been it's been great. Yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. Chance has definitely been staying busy. Uh, I've been trying to take it easy, and I'm still a little busy. So, <laughs> just wait till you turn it on, then, huh? Easing, easing back into it. I mean, you got you were gone for a year because of that injury, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over longer I, than fourteen months, but I, I still yeah. like. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't. I just don't know how I feel about everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Money feels good. Like, it's just like I don't know how I feel about hitting the road. Uh, it like I took a year off, and it seems like people forgot about 
me. So like when like I don't know. I'll ask for a certain rate, and it's almost like they're looking at me funny, even though it's a message. I feel like they're looking at me funny. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. The truth. But what it is. Well, yeah. Time will help all those things. For though. sure. Just, just, for sure. Just show, just showing people and proving to them that you're you're back and ready. Oh yeah, that, yeah. that's that that is what I've been doing, man. Uh, oh yeah. Oh no question. For, for sure, but no, you always got to up your ante and show them, uh, show them who you are and why you want to do this shit, man. You know, the, uh, not a lot of people know this, but I've been doing this for close to nine years and have a little over 500 matches. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not some young guy, and even though I am young, you know what I mean? Like, I'm right, just yeah, you know. you're you're literally young, but not, <laughs> but like. You just happened to have been in wrestling for a long time because uh, the wrestling world welcomed you in when you were a little boy. <laughs> for sure, man. So, like, I've always had this weird thing with wrestling and, like, the the older people in it. And, like, sometimes I notice I do get overlooked and, like, it does bother me. And, like, I've never said this stuff, so that's why I'm saying it now. You know, I can say it now, you know. Well, absolutely. But the cool yeah. thing is it's going to get better and you're going to see – a lot of cool stuff coming and uh you're gonna see some stuff explode man and i'm excited yeah i have no doubt i'm excited as well it's going to be fun and it's always uh, uh fun for me just to watch both of you guys's journey well thank you thank you man it's uh it's been a journey for sure Oh, no doubt. And hopefully we'll continue to be in the best possible aspects. But with that said, I think we will begin a wrap up here on this episode of the Arson Brothers show. Um, thank you for tuning in. A quick shout out to uh, our sponsor, the Warehouse Clothing Company. You can get all things Arson Brothers there. Of course, as well as uh, any pretty much custom apparel you're looking for, um, lounge fly products, and much more. So check them out at warehouseclothing.com. Thank both of you guys for taking the time out of your day to join me for a bit. Really appreciate it. Always make some father time. Oh, how sweet. And uh, if you want to give your personal plugs there, you can start with Benny and then we'll go back to Chance. For sure. on Facebook, dot, facebook.com backslash Junior. Still ain't got it from the, the guy that died yet. But everything else is at Benny Conley. <laughs> and uh, I got a new Snapchat, too. So if you guys want to add me, it's at LapDanceChance. <laughs> Very nice. And Chance, are you still with us? I think we may have had some uh, difficulties. Man, well... That does suck. Should we plug Chance for himself? Yeah, yes. Plug Chance for Chance. Okay. Chance mic is not working, so let's plug yeah, Chance. Since Chance isn't here to react, that was his Snapchat, Adam. Uh, what is his at? I don't even know his stuff. <laughs> at Chance Roger. Um. I- 
Riser on Facebook, yes, at Chance Riser. Yeah. Confirmation of that from him just now for, for everything. everything. Yeah, across all so. social media, Twitter, the Insta, all these things. But if you want Chance's Snapchat for real, it's at Lap Dance Chance Adam. He'll love it. Well, there you go. Um, threw it right out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, as for myself, I am. Uh, at Blue Turtlegrass across the board, including on Snapchat. I said it. And you are welcome to look me up. But more importantly, please check out all of the Arson Brothers social media at Arson Brothers across the board of social media as well. Check out the Arson Brothers Network on YouTube. Uh, a number of uh, really cool shows there and lots of uh, cool things coming your way this summer. And, uh, Look for Benny Conley versus Jason Kincaid, the Evolve tryout match. We will post that. Um, This will come out on June 21st on Friday, and we will get that up um, probably that night, certainly this weekend. So that's something we've been going to do for a bit. We talked about it today, so I think the time is right. Absolutely. I appreciate that, too. And I I just want to note that our looks have drastically changed since this tryout match. Oh yes, this was uh what, and I'll try to put a date on that. But what what year was that tryout match? Do 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 do. Twenty seventeen, August twenty seventeen. So, so been almost two years, or a little under two years. August twenty sixteen. That yeah, sounds more right to me. We'll, we'll get confirmation of that. Yeah. So both those guys changed a bit, and both have went on to different stories there. But look at that certainly. Uh, coming to the Arson Brothers Network, that's youtube.com slash Net. Subscribe there, and please subscribe to this podcast in your favorite podcast platform. Look for our other podcasts, such as Toy Brothers Super Show and Hillbilly Spirituals, Cowboy Songs, etc. Both of those coming to you from the Arson Brothers Network. Again, um, A.B. Matt Klein, thank you all for joining us, and Bay and we will pets. see you next week. Spay and neuter your pets, that's right.